Live from Oakland, California, and Toronto, Canada, it's the second annual Mego Museum Cubby Awards Show. Honoring the year's finest achievements in Mego Arts and Sciences, with appearances by Biff Bang Pow, Doctor Who, Doctor Mego, Zika Toys, Buck Rogers and Tiger Man, the Universal Monsters, Posthumous Awards for Retro Action Superheroes. Did I mention Doctor Who? I did. The Venture Brothers. Zombies, zombies, zombies. The Six Million Dollar Man, Bigfoot, and many, many more. Plus, calls from the audience from our worldwide voicemail line. And now, your hosts for the Cubby Awards presentation, Scott and Brian. Hello and welcome to the Mego Museum podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Scott. And welcome to the second annual Cubby Awards presentation. Have you got your tux on? Uh, I'm wearing my slippers. Does that count? Oh, no. I guess I I I overdressed it. (laughs) It's gold lame. That's hot. You know, I have a tux, but it's for, it's a few years old. That doesn't really fit as well as, as it used to. The only tuxedos I have are free and action figures. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, you know, yeah. this CTVT was uh, just got tuxes back in stock, mm-hmm. so that's good to know. It's, I have a thousand uses for those. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Are we actually going to stop and talk about classic TV toys tuxes right now? No, I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> and they—that's they, uh, they another not- podcast. That is another podcast, and they are not in this year's Cubby Awards selection. Uh, for those not in the know, Cubby Awards are an awards show we are able to do thanks to the incredible amount of 8-inch action figures uh, on the market and give props to what we thought was the best of the year. And uh, it's a fun awards show. A lot of people seem to be into it. And this year we've added a new component where we had you call in and tell us what your favorites are. And I thought before we... Release the answer, or release the results. We could uh, listen to what people thought. Yeah, bringing in listener calls is something that um, we've been talking about doing. So I uh, finally set up a, a Google Voice account so you can call and leave a message. The Mego Museum now has its own phone number, and uh, for future reference, it's area code two one three, which is Los Angeles. But neither one of us are in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. But that, that was the number I could get where it was two one three four four four. Migo, and uh, so yeah, so the, the, this was a, a bit of an experiment. So um, we got five people that called in, and um, hope to do some more of that in the future. I think what we'll do is we'll announce ahead of time what the uh, subject or theme is, and we'd love to hear uh, what you have to say on whatever the given topic is. Um, you know, part of it I wanted to start start adding listener voices to the podcast because um, I'm kind of tired of hearing what I have to say. So I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to get some more stories and input. And it's hard sometimes with all of our schedules, especially our times, to get even the two of us together. So this is a really great solution to get another voice on the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, keep your ears open for, for future topics. And let's listen to the uh, the, the first calls that came in, and the subject was the 2011 Cubby Awards. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Mego Museum podcast. Hey. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call and uh, give my two cents about my favorites for 2011. And I think overall my favorite line is Biff Bang Pow's Doctor Who line. I may be a little biased. I'll leave it at that. But... This is a line that I've been waiting for for a long time, and I think a lot of people have, and I think it was done beautifully. And uh, my favorite sculpt overall, I think, across the board is the Tom Baker sculpt, Um, especially because we got a serious version of Tom Baker rather than the sort of goofy grin we always seem to get because that's how I remember him from back in the late 70s. Um, I also wanted to compliment you guys on the podcast, as always. I love the new episode, and I'd like to hear it more frequently. I learn a lot each time, and um, you have great, great banter and and always interesting topics. So keep it up. Keep up the good work across uh, across the board on everything. 
Thanks, guys. Happy 2012. Bye. Hey, guys. This is uh, Underdog uh, DJ LSW from the uh, Nico Museum. And uh, just wanted to um, say that the, um, the surprise one for me was that uh, my wife got me the um, Tom Baker Doctor for the um, uh, for Christmas. And um, that one actually took me by surprise just for the amount of detail that was in it and the um, uh, clothing and just everything about it just seems, you know, like a total win for that one. So I'd have to say that one's probably my favorite, um, also probably because it's my most recent. But I uh, also got to throw in for the um, the uh, Mattel Retroaction just simply because, I mean, that was just so easy to get one, give it to my kids. They rip it open and play just like I did when I was a little kid. But anyways, thanks for the podcast, and talk to you all later. Bye. Hi, this is Dr. Migo. Uh Figured I'd call up since Scott said not many people were. Um, favorite Remigo line of the year. I have a little trouble with this since uh, the only two I was not involved in was Buck Rogers and Presidential Monsters. So um, maybe I should pass on that. <laughs> uh, I'd say the best hero figure of the year, I'd have to go with uh, Shazam. Since that was a favorite that we always wanted to see done. And, yeah, I'm trying not to pick everything I did, but I'd say Phantom Limb was the best villain because we were able to do the the body in clear without uh, having to tool a new body. So, silly me, that's what I like. Um, I do promise that next year we will, I'll try to get us some uh, clear bodies. Anyway, uh, let me not talk on forever, because I will. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. Congratulations on the podcast. And I just scanning the list of Cubby Award nominees, what I'm really struck by is the fact that it even exists. There, there's pretty much something for everybody on this list, and that's really exciting. Uh, personally, I'm I'm – Really hyped that uh, the retroaction superheroes came back, of course. But uh, Doctor Who has a real uh, fondness in my heart right now, just because there is actually sort of that Mego slash uh, Palatoy connection. This is sort of the one of the lost figures that set of figures, I should say, that uh, we never saw in North America and at eight inch scale as well. Uh, now, so uh, very much looking forward to uh, Leela. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for those calls. Mm-hmm. Some of them sounded familiar. Well, some of them did sound familiar. <laughs> At least two of the calls that came in were from people who are actually respo- responsible for manufacturing some of this year's nominees. Yeah. Um, but that's completely awesome because it's it, it's it's great to hear from them. Well, you know, I, I just to. Uh, go behind the curtain, Jason Lindsay, I texted him the number and said, call it. And he said, should I identify myself? And, and then he, he just thought, well, my voice is pretty obvious. So seeing as he's been our Buck Henry of, um, of the show, he's been on more than anybody else. It's yeah. pretty obvious yeah. that you know his voice. Absolutely. And, of course, and, and I want to, and let's just stop and give a, a shout out to his new podcast that he's doing, uh, Geek Show and Show and Herod. I've really been enjoying that. Um, I just listened to the Christmas episode yesterday at the gym, and they were they were telling some great, you know, seventies uh, Christmas present opening stories, and uh, and they had they've had a discussion about Mego um, already, and uh, of course, you know, what the Thing Pow is doing. So it's a great podcast. I really enjoy it. I've gotten some cool uh, recommendations for music and uh, movies and stuff like that. They're really I'm I'm a fan. They're funny. I, I was uh, really taken aback at how good their chemistry was. Yeah. And, of course, I'm jealous. Just, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's kind of cool, too. They actually get to record it in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll have to have you over the house sometime, Brian. Pop, yeah, pop, I, I, I talked to a Superman super softy and pretend it's you. No, it's... <laughs> Flattering, but the not really. The is striking. Yes. So, and great to hear from uh, from Doctor Migo, um, uh, humble as ever, and um, and a little shout out too from uh, 
Tiny Titans creator Art Baltazar. Um, Art actually called in twice. Uh, Art, thank you so much. Unfortunately, the second call uh, had a lot of cell phone garble, so we couldn't make out what it was. But uh, it's great to hear from him, who also is a like awesome podcaster, by the way. The uh, yeah podcast the, uh, is excellent. Yeah, podcast. So and he's done a Migo Me uh, discussion in his. Oh, is that right? So we're very, we'll have, we're, we'll have we're to all very incestual. Well, that's good. <laughs> I think it's incestuous, Brian. Oh, you're right. Um, so anyway, so yeah, great to hear some some feedback. So the first uh, the the calls that we got, um, God, they all universally s- seem to mention the Doctor Who Tom Baker figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's a, a, a precursor to what we'll see in the in the final awards, or a bit of a red herring. You never know. There's a lot of surprises in here. I am on the edge of my seat. Shall we get started? Best accessories in 2011, and uh, we had a choice of about six lines. Not everybody comes with stuff. And the resounding number one choice was Buck Rogers. Uh, agree with that choice. Oh, God, I can't even remember who I actually voted for. Um, because, But I can't imagine that I would have voted for anything other than Buck Rogers because I was so completely impressed. I mean, actually making that uh, Buck Rogers uh, helmet, his flight helmet, was mm-hmm. a, that was a little bit above and beyond the Call of Duty. Like, it definitely would have been totally a pass if it wasn't in the box. Yeah, you know, it's a, you know, but as it was, they did that, and the you know, the pistol, the which... pistol, and and of course, Tiger Man is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, good job, good job on the. Uh, and the runner-up uh, in second place was uh, one that makes a lot of sense: is Ghostbusters, because mm-hmm. those guys come with a lot of stuff. Um, and I didn't pick up the Ghostbusters, but of course they have their packs and traps and that sort of thing, and they all seem to be cartoon accurate. So good job on that, Mattel. Yeah. The third one is the one I voted for, and that is Doctor Who. Okay. And uh, you know. None of those figures necessarily had to come with some of the stuff they did. Of course, you would have cried if Tom Baker didn't come with his his scarf and and his sonic screwdriver. But to put the cyber mat in with the cyber man is is really a nice – you didn't need to do that touch. Mm -hmm. Um, Field Major Steyer came with a lot of great stuff and and, and they were all very show accurate. So Mm -hmm. there's some nice choices in there. Yeah. and it looks like to come, we're going to see more of that, and that, that's a nice thing. More accessories, folks. Yeah. Was there so. was there a third runner up? That is Doc, Doctor Who's. The third oh, runner. I'm, I'm sorry. God, yeah. Pay attention, Scott. Yeah, nope. yeah. The one thing, one honorable mention I would I would add is the um, the little miniature um, uh, devil bobblehead that came with the Shatner doll from Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone would be in fourth place, actually. A, a few people really appreciated, obviously, some of the things they came with, and, and that's really neat. I believe that the um, the Canamite came with the To Serve Man book as well, stuff like that. Right. Great, show-accurate, totally appropriate little props. That's great. Best villain in 2011. Ooh. Yes, and there was a lot of choices. Uh, that was the most choices we had. We got a lot of bad guys this year. Yeah, as there should be. Yeah, we weren't limited to to four super vo- super foes uh, this time around. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised by this, but hands down, the number one winner is the Salt Vampire from Star Trek. Realized that there would be that many people into it. Yeah, mm. I, I love that figure. How, uh, it's one of the most iconic aliens uh, that the original series ever had. Absolutely. But I didn't think anyone shared that opinion with me. You know, and so that was really nice. Uh, in in a close second, and this should come as no surprise to anybody, is um, Darkseid. Yeah. From I mean, he is the big baddie of the DC universe. Uh, I think that Mattel did a really nice job of him, and I, I, so it's it's not it shouldn't come as a big surprise. You know, we have a lot of comic book heroes or comic book fans on the board, so yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'll, I'll say I'm actually, I actually am a little bit surprised about Darkseid getting as many votes as he did. Um, 
I didn't think that I like I my I hadn't. God, I'm stuttering. I would. No I, I didn't track it too closely, but but I would have thought that perhaps the sort of um, pillow stuffed muscular big body aspect of Dark Side might have had enough detractors to take him down a, a peg. But um, I thought it won folks over. Uh huh. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I know a lot of people that like that Hulk body idea, and ideally, so would I. Sure. When when you have it out of the package and you're looking at it, it it's a sharp looking piece. Yeah, well, it's pretty fun too. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of. That, I mean, that's that's like to me is amigo esque gimmick. Yes, you know, very so, much so. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. It's 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 a little bit it's a little bit cheesy and it's totally fun, mm-hmm. but uh, and a, and an awesome head sculpt, of course. Yes. Yes. Um, And the third place goes to uh, MC's uh, Diamond Selects Dracula. I was very fond of that figure, as I've mentioned a hundred times before. Um, So it was was really nice to see. Yeah. Best likeness in 2011. And there were some very nice figures out there, and... and, uh, it's it's uh, kind of uh, well. Let's see. First place is the mummy. The uh, mummy. Yes, Boris Karloff's uh, impression of the mummy. Uh, that is the MC Diamond Select Toys version of him. Couldn't agree more. Lovely figure. Fantastic. Uh, looks just like him. In a very close second is Buck Rogers, and that is a pretty great likeness of uh, Gil Gerard. Mm-hmm. It uh, looks looks really good, and Absolutely. I think. And then third is uh, Henry Bemis, uh, Burgess Meredith from uh, Biff Bang Pals Twilight's Online. Oh, nice! Yeah, very cool figure. The time enough for the last guy. Uh But best horror-themed Remigo line in 2011. There were only three horror... I should say only three. There were three <laughs> horror lines this year. <laughs> That's actually really good. Uh, topping the chart is the Universal Monsters with an overwhelming uh, 66% of the votes. Right on. Uh, that is no surprise. Uh, first of all, by the popularity of the characters. Second of all, by the amazing distribution they received. I mean, they're at my Toys R Us. That's insane. I'm in Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second place is uh, Make Your Own Zombie Kit by MC Toys. Mm-hmm. I think that would have actually ranked a lot higher had it not come out in late December. Right. You know, um, if that if those guys had come out with that in, in October... Um, I think I think we would have seen more of a maybe even a tie. Uh, same goes for the presidential monsters, which were in third place. Uh, the distribution issues, sure, with that I think really slowed it down. I think not I enough think that, people. That not, line, just not enough pardon? people had not enough people had an opportunity to see them in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that will change in twenty twelve. We we hope so. Yeah. So let me just move up to best packaging in 2011, which uh, there was a lot of contenders. Mm-hmm. We talked about a little bit about that on the on the last podcast, all the different sort of approaches to packaging. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what was the outcome? Well, it's a three-way tie for number one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we have Retro Action Superheroes. Okay. I was a little surprised because people were very critical of that. Um, Twilight Zone by Biff Bang Pal mm-hmm. and Zika's Buck Rogers. Really? Yeah. Excellent. So, and then I guess for second place, if you want to talk about it, again, is Presidential Monsters, which had some just mind-blowingly good artwork. But, again, not everybody got to see it. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Um uh, yeah, that's interesting. A, a lot of different, uh, like we said, different approaches to to packaging. Um, you know, Zika was actually a, a box, which mm-hmm. is actually, you know, other than the some the special edition Twilight Zone stuff, we really haven't had a lot of uh, window box action in the Re Amigo world. 
Um, so that was, you know, that's a nice choice. I appreciate the, the being able to open the box and you know put it back together. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think that that gained it a lot of favor with with the Mego collecting world. Right. We're very we're very fond of boxes. Moving along to best science fiction line, it is a tie for number one again with Buck Rogers and Doctor Who. That's not a shot. You know, I, I'm, I'm, ama- I'm amazed at Trump's Star Trek. You know what? Star Trek only had two releases this year, and, and um, yeah. you know, they weren't, some people weren't so happy with the character choices or what have you, but I th- it's, it's nice to see Doctor Who and Buck get uh, the recognition they deserve. Round, rounding out it as a close second is Twilight Zone again. And again, that's a, that's a, a, a voluminous line. They have really gotten a lot out of that. Good work, and there's just more to look forward to, we hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm should. looking forward to more Buck Rogers and Doctor Who in the new year. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. We should see see a good representation of all those uh, of, of all of those lines uh, next year. Mm-hmm. So, and then we're going to go to the, the the last two in in the uh, in the year. This is the two biggies. Best hero figure in 2011, and this is a this is a awkward moment for you and I because it's uh, the super collector. Thank you. You like me right now. You like me. Uh, very much appreciated, folks. Uh, no, making us blush. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I'm touched. You can tell who voted in this, and that was folks on the museum boards. Um, and it's important to discuss the tie for number two, which are Buck Rogers and the Doctor. Buck Rogers and Doctor Who. Yes. Wow, I kind of, I kind of thought a retro action would sneak in there. That's cool. yeah. No, That's cool. I, I'm a little surprised, but no, it wasn't strong enough. Those are the two guys. It was all about sci-fi this year. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think those are those are two good choices, and like talk about two completely iconic science fiction heroes from the seventies. Completely iconic and completely deserved. Well, both of them had Mego lines before. That's true. So this is this is totally deserved. Yeah. And neither of them got eight inch figures, so two big in in the Mego collector's eyes mistakes. Right. Got remedied in 2011. Right, right. And now, See, if if the whoever is purchasing Zika releases Hawk, we've we've got a 2012 uh, miracle. Hmm. So. Uh, say a little bit more about that for those who don't know. Zika is uh, changing I, ownership. It, it looks like it's pending to change ownership. Um, you can read about it in the museum forums, where uh, Craig, the owner of Zika, is 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 uh, answering some questions when he can. Right. Um, but it looks like someone is going to pick up the torch, take over his tooling, and I thought I read that it's going to continue on with the Buck Rogers line. So we we may actually get Hawk. For those right. that don't know, Hawk was a second season character, and probably the best thing about the second season, and he never got any merchandise. Right. Because the show was a mid season replacement by that point, and. You know, everyone had kind of picked up stakes by that time. Yeah. Well, good luck to Craig, and uh, I hope that uh, Zika can continue because they certainly started something special. They made some terrific stuff. Yeah. 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 It's so, a tough business. There's no doubt about it. Yes. No. I, I'm seeing that firsthand. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, well, congratulations, Brian, on the Super Collector. Oh, yes. Thank you. And, well, congratulations to you, too. You had a, a lot to do with it, sir. Well, it's a pleasure to work with you. Uh, and we're going to go to the big one now. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. The favorite Remigo line of the year for 2011 is retroaction superheroes. 
32% of the vote, uh, which is uh, double the the tie for second place. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, superheroes still rule. Hands uh, down. Come back, it, Retroaction. We love you. You know, it, a lot of people hemmed and hawed about Green Lanterns and, and Wave 4. But look at that. It's still number one. Yes. So, you know, people like their superheroes. Absolutely. Uh, number two, the tie, and this should come as no surprise, is Universal Monsters by Diamond Select and Twilight Zone okay. by Bang Pow. So keep knocking them out of the park, boys. Congratulations, guys. So, uh, with that being said, we should uh, go on to the what you are most looking forward to in 2012, and these are these are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. The first thing we asked you was the hero figure you're most looking forward to, and I kind of thought I knew the answer to this, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got a little cheeky instead, Steve F. and Austin. Um, <laughs> I was right. That got 66% of the vote for next year. Yeah. A a distant second is the Buster Crab Flash Gordon by Castaway. Oh, yeah. Which is something I'm really looking forward to. And And that's the the 8-inch, obviously, not their 12-inch? That's an 8-inch. Yeah. It's it's sharp. I can't wait until Castaway gets going again. Yeah. Yeah. Come come back, guys. Yeah, you you make nice stuff. Um Captain Jean-Luc Picard rounded out a third. That should okay. come as a shock. Yeah. And in the next question, obviously, was the villain figure you're most looking forward to? You're going to see a pattern here, Scott. Okay. 60% of the vote, Bigfoot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that is the only figure we've seen from the $6 million man line. And uh, obviously, it's uh, resonated well with fans. Man, you kids really grew up on $6 million man. I'll tell you what. I sure did. Um <laughs> Second place is the Borg, and in third place is my favorite, Sutek from Doctor Who. Awesome! Can't wait to get my hands on that. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm totally excited to see what they do with the Borg. Um, uh, I know Paul has mentioned that has always been a little frustrated that all the prototype photos are the sort of kit bash prototypes that they made. I can't wait to see what the final product looks like with that because um, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Borg fan for sure. Mm-hmm. As as. Uh, I'm not that big a fan of the board, but I think it'll be a neat figure that I'll pick up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, For sure. sometimes you just get wowed by the presentation. Mm-hmm. So. And then the last one, and I bet you can guess, is Toy Line You Are Most Excited About in 2012. What do you think? Uh, toy Line You're Most Excited About in 2012. It's not $6 million man, is it? It certainly is. Whoa! Now, I want to put something here. This one only got 43% of the vote, with Battlestar Galactica getting 18% of the vote. I think the hero and villain line would have been a little more... would have been a little more uh, evenly weighted had we knew what the next selection of Battlestar Galactica was going to be. Yeah. I mean, we can guess, but we don't know what the waves are, and that's why it wasn't in any of the voting. Well, it might also have changed uh, the... We might have gotten a, a different result had um, we taken the vote a week later because in the meantime, since we started the Cubby Awards, Biff Bang Pow dropped a little bit of a bomb on all of us mm-hmm. with some uh, some photographs of uh, prototype parts or, or molded parts uh, for the Battlestar Galactica Cylon. And it is really intense. I mean, molded, like sculpted hands, swords. They're really, really doing a job on this. Right, and right. And it's so, and it, but it's so cool too because it's a, it's, it's also so Mego like because it's a, you know, it's a figure in a in a black uh, jumpsuit with the chest armor is going to fit on top of it, a la the you know the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz, or a la the actual Cylon outfit. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm definitely jazzed about that and i think 
if anybody had any doubt about that line, it was taken away by seeing that. Mm -hmm. They're really doing this right, and I can't wait to get my hands on those. There's, the silence are very iconic. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's, you talk about something that, that, you know, it's one of those things that I can, like I still have that mental picture in my head of when I was a kid of what I expected a Cylon figure to look like, and it sure didn't mm -hmm. look like what they made because I wanted – I wanted that eight-inch Mego style, so it's going to be really cool to have that. And, and you know, some people have asked, and I'm—I don't know for sure, but I'm—I'm I'm sure we're going to get both uh, silver and gold on that guy, don't you think? One can only imagine. You gotta—you gotta hope so. Yeah. So that's going to be fantastic, and he comes with a sword and a gun, so accessories not a problem. It's—it's it's a real A plus. Yeah. So we're just waiting for—we're just waiting to see what the head sculpt looks like. And thanks so much for, to Biff Bang Power for uh, for sharing that info with us. Mm -hmm. So, so to look forward to. And you know, looking speaking of looking forward to and wanting your Migo style, we asked you, the reader, what life would be complete if MC Biff Bang Pow, Castaway, or Zika would announce this license in 2012. Okay. And we it was a completely essay style question that you could answer any way you wanted. I did manage to group together the ones that made. You know that that were very similar, and what do you think, Scott? Is is number one on the list? <sighs> number one on the list um, is either Marvel Comics or Star Wars. You'd be right. Uh, Star Wars captured eighteen percent of the vote, mm -hmm. making it number one. Uh, Marvel Comics, of course, make mine Marvel seventeen percent of the vote, and rounding out at third. With 11% of the vote is 1966 Batman. Oh, of course. But the more interesting stuff is the stuff that got two or three votes. That is, is actually stuff I'm interested in or, you know, didn't think anyone else would be. Sure. And, and, and then, you know, I, after that, I thought we'd go through the list of some of the more odder, you're screwing with me, right, type answers that, are, uh, that, that we get because they're kind of fun. Let's, but, let's hear what they had to say. All right. Well, uh, with 2% of the votes was Buckaroo Banzai, oh. cult classic from 1984. Good choice. And uh, something Neil Cublin once said that it was a license he passed on. Uh-huh. So there's, there's that. Um, Jason of Star Command, which is a Ooh. filmation 1978 live-action TV show I'm quite fond of. Characters are very Migo-esque. Um, somebody should do that, just not me. Okay. Um, Kiss. Wow. Of course, yeah, Amigo made 12 inch Kiss, but the, like, like a lot of things, people want the 8 inch versions of them. Sure, absolutely. I hear it's an expensive license, but I'm I sure can it's, imagine. It's it's very still, popular. They're still kind of popular. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Logan's Run, the, uh, I don't know if that's the movie or the television series. I would, I would love that, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, Lost in Space got 3% of the votes. And those were the the most, you know, we got all kinds of, of uh, submissions, but those are the ones that we could group together. But what I thought would be fun is to go off through the onesies <laughs> and see some of the answers we got, because they're fun. Yeah. Um, we got over 120 responses to this. One was uh, Pulp Heroes, Meaning, you know, like the Shadow and Doc Savage and that sort of thing. I think that's a great idea, personally. Okay, sure. Uh, it sounds black. like a doable license. Yeah, it does. Well, I, you know, I don't know if it would justify because people still want to get paid, right? I don't know if right. it would justify the run, but it, it's. I would buy one. Sure. Uh, black Dynamite, which I can't believe somebody hasn't made action figures from that movie and <laughs> subsequent TV series coming up. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies last year. Okay. Uh, Nancy Drew. What's that? I missed it completely. I'm, Did you? I'm oh, you, you must see it. It's excellent. I will add it to my queue. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Okay. I might know who did that. I think I have a clue, yes. Yeah. James Bond. I also know who did that. Mm. Uh, Firefly. Cool. We got two votes for Ultraman. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. There, there was an 8-inch Ultraman, but it's only available in Japan, and it's very fragile and hard to get now. That's cool. I actually have an 8-inch uh, plastic Ultraman mm -hmm. that I picked up a while ago. My, my kid has it now. He loves it. Uh, 
I would like to get, uh, I have the Poppy Ultraman, uh, the eight inch one, but you know, I can't touch it because it'll fall right apart. Right. So it's, it's one of those kind of things where I wouldn't mind seeing a more durable kind of MC made Ultraman. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Quest. Cool. It's very popular and iconic. Are you into that? I would enjoy that. Yeah. I never liked that cartoon as a kid. I can appreciate it for the style. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, but, in, a, in a way, like, I, I actually got to say, I mean, it's like, I like the vibe of Johnny Quest more than I actually like Johnny Quest. And mm-hmm. in that regard, Venture Brothers has given me everything that I want as far as that vibe goes. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it is, as the British say, taking a piss out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lone Ranger. Oh, an excellent choice. Excellent choice. Um, before we I all don't, die, we should have it. Before we all die and get completely old, we should. Somebody should give us a Lone Ranger. I think that's only fair. That'd be lovely. Yeah. It can't. It can't be that expensive. Uh, <laughs> Ender's Game. I don't know what that is. What is it? Ender's Game. Ender's Game. I'm going to say it's a fantasy novel of some kind. Okay. Um, Escape from New York. That'd be kind of cool. Kind of, I could well, see I mean, snake. Could do snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Maybe a Donald Pleasance uh, character for Halloween customs, but I don't know. Here's one that was somebody put four answers in, but I like some of these answers. Is Run <laughs> DMC? Cool. Beastie Boys. <laughs> nice. Devo. Oh, Devo would be so cool. And That's Elvira. Right. I'd buy an Elvira. Yeah. I have a. I have a. A latent crush on her. Uh, you'd have to do her on the Mattel body, though. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hanna Barbera Heroes. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, someone has written all new Action Jackson. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Land down, of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Yeah. I'd be down, I'd be down with some slee stacks. Sure. Um, Predator. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, not for me, but I, I can I can see an audience for it. It's a popular character. Sure. Um, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. So, would you do the host, or would you like do a selection of like uh, B movie uh, characters? I, I'm assuming it's Mike in the bots or Joel in the bots. Yeah. It's something I'm flirting with because in the box sets you get these um, busts of Crow, Tom, and. Uh, Gypsy, the, oh. the bots, and they're almost Mego scale. So I've often thought I could make, you know, I could make a pretty nice, um, you know, Joel, Joel or Mike to put next to them on my shelf. Sweet. You know, it's a jumpsuit and a head sculpt. You just need to find the right one. I think mm-hmm. the uh, the Dave Seville, Dave Seville from the uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks line kind of looks like Mike uh, Mike Nelson a bit. Okay. So. Giving away some secrets here. Um, <laughs> the next one is obviously a joke at my expense. It's uh, Misty Monday. Misty For those Monday. who don't know who Misty Monday is, uh, she does terrible, terrible softcore um, movies that I was uh, making fun of one day. And our webmaster, Joe DeRowan, seems to think that means I have a low-level crush on her. <laughs> and he teases me about it all the time. It's, okay. I, I think somebody through the Amazon links through the museum, which helps us out, thank you very much, yeah. bought a pile of those movies, and Joe was just convinced it was me. Oh, that's funny. I assure you it's not. <laughs> Misty Monday. Sign me up. Um, Here's one that I just find downright odd. Small Wonder. This has to be a joke. Do you know what Small Wonder is? I do not. Small Wonder was a syndicated sitcom from the 80s that was particularly dreary. It played on whatever time of day that the station would choose to play it. Uh, Real canned laughter fest. The, the, The gist of it was a man wants a daughter, so he builds a robot of one. Creepy. And it was. And the little girl who played Vicky, which is stood for something like V-I-C-K-I-E, she talked like this for like four seasons. Wow. It was laughless and joyless, and I can't imagine anyone's actually a fan of that show. 
So that <laughs> has to be a joke. Um, is it a Canadian joke? Or? No, it's not. Okay. We'll get a lot of those around here. Google it. Okay. And then be sad. <laughs> uh, robot chicken, which makes perfect sense. They chose not to do the Mego style, but uh, that would have been a good idea. You could have made it with all Doc Mego parts. I am completely baffled that they haven't done more along those lines. It's really weird to me. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just me. Maybe yeah. it's pro- I, I don't know. I, I guess Robot Chicken would be kind of, is kind of like a, a rights nightmare in that way. But, well, they have their own original characters, though. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But um, God, I you know I'd be happy with their Star Wars figures. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't be? Um, Trailer Park Boys. Now you were asking me if this is a Canadian. This is a Canadian show. It's um, it's sort of a, a parody of reality shows. It takes place in a trailer park in Nova Scotia, and it's pretty adult themed. I can't imagine that. Uh, Anyone's jumping on toys of these guys, but it does have an amazing cult popularity. So Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Adams Family. That's an excellent choice. Now you're talking. I yeah. like that idea a lot. Funhouse. That's a 1981 Toby Hooper movie. Um, I, I don't really know enough about it. I believe it's about a deformed maniac who lives in a fun house in a, in a traveling carnival but I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid so I can't really tell you much about that um, 70s porn stars okay I'm imagining that's another one of those you know put in there to have a laugh and then here the last oh, I page think, I think I think Biff Mangpow should, should consider that mm-hmm. I mean you know no stone no, no stone on Harry Reemsdahl would sell dozens right now, can we, can you, uh, you know, no, uh, Ron Jeremy, I mean, that's, that comes up all the time. Yeah. And you put some Purell right next to it. Yeah, we're sorry about this part of the podcast, people. Yeah, me too. Uh, the but it's, big not, bang, it's not our hmm? fault. Somebody else did it. So, somebody else suggested Somebody it. else put that Don't there, and I'm me. sure they put it there for a larf. <laughs> uh, the Big Bang Theory? The TV show on CBS? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they can kind of see that. Hammer Horror. Now, that one appeals to me big time. I, I hear Hammer's a bit of a licensing nightmare, too, but they had some terrific monsters. Yeah. Love to get a Christopher Lee Dracula doll. Well, you see you see uh, Hammer Customs a lot. You sure do. Definitely. And it's, in, it's in our wheelhouse, for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we're kids of the 70s. Yeah, yeah. This is one I wish I had chosen. Jerry Anderson's UFO. Oh, cool. I love that show. Uh, the characters all kind of look like action figures. They're all yeah. dressed really neatly. Yeah. I, I, you know, I would kill for an 8-inch uh, Ed Strocker and, and Gay Alice figure, for sure. Um, Star Blazers, that's another great choice. Were you, a, were you into Star Blazers as a kid, Scott? Not, not heavily, but I you know, rediscovered it uh, you know, when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure, that would be incredible. In fact, uh, didn't you do a Star Blazers custom a long time ago? No, nope. I did UFO customs, but I never did Star Blazers. Okay, well, I, I know I know actually that one of the first one one of the first uh, customs I remember seeing was a Star Blazers custom, a photo somebody sent me. So mm. I did a Battle of Planets. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, my my friend. Uh, Actually, my friend Sean helped me out with a Jason from Battle of the Planets many years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still have it somewhere. Um, Breaking Bad. That does not jump out at me as a great toy line. Maybe I'm wrong. Are you a fan? Um, I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad. And uh, no, I don't think that that would be terrifically successful. Um, Okay. I mean, you know, sort of along the same lines as Lost. Like, I'm... I'd be into it, but but unless you could make it just like hyper hyper realistically cool, I don't think that that would really work. But uh, put me down for one of those hazmat suits for sure. Oh yeah, those would be neat. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, maybe that War of the Deadline uh, by MC will come out soon, and they'll. I think that one of them has a hazmat suit. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You make your own Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I think that's a great idea. That's cool. 
Yeah, very very nice toyetic action figure looking people in that. That would that would be a, a knock in the park, a knock High, it out of the park. Highly expensive tooling though. True enough. True um, enough. Armor isn't cheap. Yeah. Um, Kolchak the Night Stalker. It blows my mind that we don't have action figures of Carl Kolchak. Uh, you know, especially being the monster fan I am. Right. And you know, just Darren McGavern. It, it's it's just one of those. Um, holes in the collecting community, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's such a, you know, like it's the classic cult favorite. And the last uh, one we got in was uh, Legends of Boxing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, there was one. I can, I can see that. There's some, you know, Migo did do Muhammad Ali, and, and maybe, maybe there's a market for more of those kind of characters. It's not in my wheelhouse, but... I can imagine that sport, sports collectibles are very popular. Yeah, you know, uh, if 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 you could uh, if you could include a Howard Cosell doll in that line, I might be there with you. Yeah, kind of cool. Very iconic and and definitely a part of our lives when we used to have three channels. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the last one I just noticed was something called Flip the Frog. I haven't a clue. <laughs> All right. But actually, that's already been picked up by Biff Bang Power. Oh, has it? Yeah, no, I, I know that for sure. I was talking to Jason about it the other day. Oh, okay. He's so excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. He failed to mention that one to me. Hmm. So. And there you have it. That is the 2011 Cubby Awards. That was a lot of fun. It was. And, and I'm looking forward to this year and, and doing it all over again. Yeah. Now, will you be uh, – now, will our the winners actually be getting a Cubby Awards – trophy this year? I'm going to try really hard to get them out this year, yes. Um, I still have them on my workbench from last year. Is that right? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so, it's, it's you know, just... We, a... we, we could have gone with a paper certificate, but the, uh, the, 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 the gold spray-painted Mego Museum model is too cool for words. Hey, now I get to win one, right? I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Do I have to send you one? <laughs> Hell yeah. Can I send you a certificate? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm not really good at shipping you things, if you've noticed. <laughs> no, you're not. You're terrible. But, uh, no, that's okay. I'll wait. I'll wait for okay. the award. Yeah. Yeah. You have to put it together yourself. Um, some assembly is required. Yeah. Cool. I did little bases and everything. I just got to get off my, my duff and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Right. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, God, I think we covered everything. We talked about the the Cylon coming up for next year and, yes. and all the awards. Was there anything else that we need to mention before we close the show? Um, I don't have an answer to that, so I shouldn't even no. ask that question. No, I think we're good. Okay. Oh, no. Hmm. Do we want to um, – here, hold on. I'm going to pause. Because we should have a decent, uh, some sort of close that sounds like we know. Hello? Hello? Sorry, sorry, my daughter walked in. We got to edit this. Okay. What's up? No problem. I can't color in right now. I'm taping. What? Color words on the and the truth is that's the best closing we actually have. If we tried to record a better closing, this podcast would probably be another three weeks late. So this is Scott signing off for Brian saying congratulations to our award winners. We will see you next year for another exciting presentation of the Mego Museum Cubby Awards podcast. And now let's listen to a couple of more phone calls from the fans on the streets, and we'll talk to you later. Good night.
and uh, what you were left with was Universal Monsters and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters seems to cover horror and animation. I'm really looking more forward to, uh, you know, well, Doctor Who came out, but there's still a lot more that can come out. And uh, Battlestar Galactica and the $6 million man license is really what I'm looking forward to, mainly because I grew up watching those shows and they're favorites of mine. Uh, again, I, was, I don't watch the Venture Brothers very often. Not really pretty much not at all. Uh, but I'm glad to see that the figures are out there. Uh, I don't watch Lost. Sorry, Scott. Uh, but I'm glad that they make a lot of people happy seeing Lost figures out there. So uh, who knows? Maybe next year, uh, you know, different licenses are out there. And uh, maybe I'll vote next time. But uh can't complain, really. Glad to see the Mego figures are on the shelves selling well, and uh, a lot of people are enjoying it. It's a really good uh, feeling, getting the toys that we grew up with back out there. Anyway, uh, I've probably been rambling on for much too long. Edit my answers down <laughs> and make me sound a little more, uh, you know, intelligent. Thanks a lot, guys, for all the work that you've been doing and for the Mego Museum. Take care. Oh, uh, yeah, Mego Museum Podcast. This is Art Balthazar from the Chicago area. And um, I love your show, love the podcast, listen to everything. And my favorite remigo would be the DC Retro Action. I hope to see more in 2012. You never know what can happen. Oh, uh, yeah, DC 52. You guys rock on. And, uh, see you later. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, hi, this is Toy Man Chris, uh, just calling in to discuss the Remigos from 2011. Um, I'm a big fan of the fact that they finally actually came out with the, the Captain Pike and the Salt Vampire. Um, I'd love to see that line continue, uh, going forward, and I'm hoping that the sales that were generated from that, uh, last release, uh, will warrant that happening. Um, outside of that, I um, was really impressed with the Universal Monsters line. Um, unfortunately, I do not own them yet, um, but I've completely fallen in love with them. I need to uh, make that happen sooner than later. Um, and I'm looking forward to the $6 million man line. Definitely uh, looking forward to an 8-inch version of that. So, uh, great. Appreciate everything you guys are doing. Thanks. Migo.